see, this is how I know that today's message is intentional because this is the third time now that I've had to press record and I typically don't do that. I typically press record and it just starts to go, but today for some reason, but let's go ahead and get into it. Hello, beautiful. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Beautiful I Am Colored. My name is Evelyn. I am the author of the book titled Beautiful I Am Colored, as well as the creator of this podcast. Each week, I come back here to share insights and perspectives that I've gained from my week, and I hope that it'll bring you a sense of hope and healing. But I do have to say that this week is going to be a little bit different because I am a little bit, uh, how can I say, irritated, aggravated, frustrated, uh, those verbs about a subject matter that I feel like really no one is talking about. And and so... (laughs) I'm definitely going to get into the topic in a second. Um, Today's title, Insta-Lie, Everybody Don't Get a Car. That was Insta-Lie, Everybody Don't Get a Car. Yes, I know that is not grammatically correct, but it's the way I feel. And I'm going to talk about one thing in particular today that I'm just, am I the only one out here who is using a common sense? Okay, I can tell myself it's rising up. So let me go ahead and we're going to start with a moment of gratitude. Now, if you're new here, um, I have a segment on my podcast that I title shout outs and thank yous. And that's just a moment where I shout out a person, place, thing or idea. Sometimes it's all of the above um, just to show what I'm thankful for. And so this week's uh, shout out and thank you goes to books, tangible, good old fashioned books. Now, I love a good audio book just like some of you but there's something about turning pages for me and I have to shout out my co-workers I'm not going to mention their names but we have like a little thread at work um, on the wellness uh, channel um, and uh, we were talking about books and so a couple of books uh, were, were shared and they were fiction and I read a lot of non-fiction which is probably of no surprise um, to you the listener Um, because I'm heavily um, intentional and committed to personal development. And those books are typically not fiction. But I was like, you know what? It's been a minute since I read a good fiction book or, uh, you know, a a page turner. So I saw a couple of topics, looked them up and I was, uh, excuse me, a couple of titles um, in the chat. And the first book uh, that I purchased is titled The Other Black Girl, which I have since found out, I believe is going to be a new series if it's not already on Hulu. Um, It's called The Other Black Girl again, and it's by Zakia Dahlia Harris. So I'm looking forward to after I finish recording, going out on the patio because it is sunny, even though it's a little bit cool. Um, It's a very beautiful day here. I'm going to read that. Um, and enjoy my Sunday afternoon. The second book uh, that my co- one of my other co-workers recommended was a book titled Mad Honey by Jody Picoult. And I started that book uh, yesterday. And so this is just a moment, you know, t- for me to share with you like, hey, hopefully your city um, still has library uh, and you can get a free library card where you live. And, you know, if you can't purchase books, I'm into building my library, my home library. So I tend to purchase books instead of getting them from the library, um, because that's a goal of both Marla and I to have like a room full, like wall to wall books to have a library of our own. So I tend to purchase books. But if that's not your flavor, check out your local library um, 
here in Denver, I can tell you Mad Honey, uh, I think it was like 40 copies and all 40 copies were not available. Um, so <laughs> to give you a heads up, if you go to the uh, Denver library here in Colorado. Okay, so that concludes shout outs and thank yous for this week. Now, y'all. Ooh, we. Okay, 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 okay. You see, I had to hum that out because yesterday I was minding my business. I was minding my business, y'all, okay? I was going to run an errand for Marlon, and I was on my way back. And you know what? Yeah, I I, I struggle with if I'm going to share the specifics with y'all, but you know what? I'm in a don't care today mode, so I'm going to share the specifics. So I was leaving the Walmart. I don't like Walmart. Let me just say that. I don't like going in there. I don't like how long the lines are. And their customer service is horrible. However, I had somewhat of an urgent thing that I needed to pick up. And I knew that they would have it. So I went into the local Walmart here located at, um, what is it, Cross Street, Quebec and Smith Road here in Denver, Colorado. So I picked up the items that I needed. And I'm on my way back, driving back to where I needed to drop them off at the corner of, again, Smith and Quebec at the light. And for those of you in Denver, you already know the lights on Smith Road be acting all kinds of crazy, all kinds of crazy. By that, I mean the train will be nowhere in sight, the A-line, and the light is just red. It's just red. And so you end up, some of the lights, you can be at the light for five minutes. I lie to you not. And for your, those of you in Denver who travel this road frequently, you already know what I'm talking about. But I was like, okay, I already know what it is because I could have took a different route home. But I'm sitting in there minding my business. So I'm heading west on Smith Road at the light of Quebec right before you go over the uh, overpass. Well, I could tell from my right peripheral eye, I could tell that there was a person on the corner at this particular light. Now... Let me try to set this up for you. There's two lanes heading west and then the sidewalk and then the train rail. Okay. So on the sidewalk was a person and I could tell from my peripheral. I did not look. I did not look. But there was a person in my peripheral sitting on the corner. And I had my windows cracked because, again, you know, it was sunny and nice. And I had my shades on. And I wasn't even being cute yesterday. I was just being myself. No makeup. No nothing. Just my shades on running errands. Again, minding my business. Okay. So, there was a person sitting at the corner. And then, like I told you, it's two lanes, right? So, there's that first lane that's right next to the sidewalk where this person was sitting. And then, the second lane, which I was parked in. Or, I should say, stopped at. Uh, paused it because it was a red light so I wasn't playing any music or anything which is actually abnormal because I love listening to music in my car but again I'm in go mode because I'm running this errand so I'm sitting in my car and I'm just looking forward not paying the person on the corner no kind of mind and no attention and again my window was open and y'all guess what happened all of a sudden I hear hey you snobby B-I-T-C-H. And I'm only spelling it. I would say it, but I'm only spelling it because I ain't trying to get blocked on these platforms. I'm on. Hey, you snobby B-I-T-C-H. I know you hear me. So I'm thinking to myself, this person can't be talking to me. 
but I can feel myself starting to rise up. You know the feeling, y'all, where you sitting somewhere and somebody testing you and your heart rate immediately start ticking because I'm thinking, no, no, that can't be me. It can't be because I'm like, first of all, how am I presenting snob just by me with my shades on in my little car, which I drive a 2008 now. So it ain't even no up-to-date car. Not 2018, 2008, but whatever. Okay, so I'm sitting in my car and she was like, I know you hear me. This person, I don't, it sounded like a woman, okay? I know you hear me, Snobby B-I-T-C-H. Yes, I was referring to Snobby B-I-T-C-H like six, seven times. Okay, well, I was at this stoplight. So I was struggling within myself to turn and say something back because as you know, I told y'all I got a whole nother side of Evelyn. I try to be positive, maintain positivity, but like you, I also have a side of me. And the side of me on the inside was Memphis Evelyn and I really wanted to say something back. But I promise you in that moment, right before I was getting ready to turn turn my neck with a sharp twist to the right and look this person dead in their eyeball and give them what I was about to give them, I could hear my grandmother voice saying, it ain't what they call you. It's what you answer to. And I was just like, oh, because oh, oh, oh. I wanted to so bad. I wanted to so bad. But I refrained and I just kept looking straight ahead because I was like, you can't be talking to me. But yes, can you believe it? Maybe some of you can, but I'm not going to lie. I was a bit shocked. And then I said to myself, the nerve of you being up in somebody else's business. Now, keep in mind, Today's topic title, which is Insta-Lie, everybody don't get a car. Now, while I'm not going to be talking about cars at all, what I am referring to is the year, it's been several years ago, that um, on the Oprah Winfrey show, where she gave, I believe the car was a Mazda 6, I believe, if I recall the story right, because I did not research this part, but you know what I'm going to do? To back myself up, I'm going to find that story and I'm going to link it in the description box because I got a lot of sources for today because I'm so irritated. And so anyway, it was phenomenal because she gave away the car because I think it was like on a favorite things episode, which used to be one of my favorite episodes on the Oprah show. But that's neither here nor there. So she gives these cars away and it was wonderful, right? I got a brand spanking new car going to be come, come to my house and be delivered or picked up or whatnot. But the clincher was the people still had to pay the taxes on it, right? And a lot of people who were in the audience didn't have the money for the taxes. What's your point, Evelyn? Well, I'm glad you asked what my point is. My point is nothing ever is rarely free. And no, everybody don't get a car because everybody can't afford a car. Now, that's neither right nor wrong. It just is. But some kind of way, we pretend like that's not the case. Okay, I don't want to get off topic, so let me look at my notes. I'm so fired up. I got a whole Word document today. And so some of y'all going to have to just skip through this, you know, or, or, or do whatever you do. Okay. So I began to think, and I had been thinking lately about how, like, when I was growing up, Shirley Ann Wilson, which if you read my book, is one of my grandmothers, is actually my mother's mother. Now, for those of you who don't know, my mother was raised on a farm. My mother is also one of 10 children. So I have a very big family on my mother's side. Well, I used to spend quite a lot of time at my grandparents' house, particularly in the summer. And 
as soon as you old enough to like walk and definitely if you old enough to talk back which is usually about you know one and a half two years old you're gonna get some chores like you can pick up chores you can do this you can do that and so one of my grandmother's things was you know before we could eat our food we had to have you know done our little chores or whatever whether it was sweep the floor whether it was make up the bed whether it was set the table you everybody you got to do something okay and I'll never forget it. I could not have been more than five years old. I'll never forget it. The first time I got introduced to this following text I'm about to share with you was from Shirley Ann Wilson. And she was like, you know, the Bible say you don't work, you don't eat. So everybody around here, we work. And that has stuck with me. And honestly, maybe to even a fault, I will acknowledge. So let me go ahead and share this next source. So I said... I, where did she? I was like, I was thinking the other day, and I'm like, that is in the Bible, but I don't really think I pay too much attention to it. Now, hopefully, this doesn't offend you. This is just for educational purposes. This is not a religious type of thing. It is more principle based, which I tend to be. So please allow me to share with you 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. This is in the Bible, verses 7 through 11. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. Because we did not act in an undisciplined or inappropriate manner when we were with you. We were never idle or lazy, nor did we avoid our duties. Nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with labor and hardship, we worked night and day to pay our own way so that we will not be a financial burden on any of you for our support. Not because we do not have a right to such support, but we provided our financial, our own financial support, excuse me, to offer ourselves as a model for you so that you would follow our example. For even while we were with you, we used to give you this order. And here we go. This is my grandmama words. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either or either. Indeed, we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined and inappropriate life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies meddling in other people's business. Now, I do believe this one that I chose was from the uh, amplified version. Let me tell you why this verse is so critical. And again, this is from your Holy Bible. Why have we as a society, and this is rhetorical, it's just food for thought. And I just wonder if it's bothering anybody else where we have coddled and we have rubbed people backs into this, uh, um, how can I say this, into this environment to where we have created and enabled people to believe that you don't have to do a doggone thing. But you still get to have everything that every other person who is working and laboring and being disciplined in and minding a business in. You get to have that, but you don't get to do nothing. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. And, you know, I'm kind of disappointed because I haven't heard very many people talk about work in this way. And I'm beginning to wonder, you know, what are we becoming as a people? And by people, I mean human beings, humanity. 
arguably it is one of the reasons why we have a whole generation or two or three of young people who are growing up thinking that they have entitled privileges and that things should fall in their lap. Hence the title today called Insta-Lie. And it's a break off of social media, right? I was talking to somebody last weekend about this and I'm like, what do you think it is? Do you think that like the social media is having such an impact on people? And that's the reason why like there is this uh, entitlement for, how can I say this? Entitlement to excuse unexcusable behavior. Case in point, I'm minding my business in my car and you on a corner yelling into my car, calling me a snobby B-I-T-C-H. But you're not minding your business. You meddling and you in other folk business. Now, thank God for grace. Thank God for grace because, you know, I do, like I said, have a whole nother side of me. And that's not a threat. That's not anything. But I do think that all of us are entitled to be uh, in defense mode if we are, um, how can I say this? If we are attacked in some manner. And although this was a verbal attack and not a physical one. Still, nonetheless, the absolute nerve, the absolute nerve. But I digress. Let me go back. So I was talking to this person about, you know, social media and like the impact of it. And so, you know, we're talking about generations of of young adults now who are having kids of their own, who they only know social media. They this is their whole life. And so there is this brainwashing, I'm going to call it, effect of you thinking that success is like overnight that it comes with no work that you can just boom pop up and you a millionaire now I'm not saying that it can't happen because I'm a woman of faith I'm not saying that it can't happen but again even the bible is saying if you don't work you don't eat you have to be disciplined there is a whole series of things that you have to do in order to get what is for you and I'm using air quotes even though y'all can't see me And so it just really like rose up in me. And I was even talking to Marlon about it. And because Marlon recently launched um, his own um, business here and left corporate. And it's work. It's work. If you're listening to me right now and some kind of way you offend about what I'm saying, I'm only telling you the truth. I have never come across anybody that I know. And I have some very influential friends and network circle and out of all of those people I can assure you none of them have the word free come out their mouth none of them have the word um overnight come out their mouth none of them have um this attitude of entitlement usually there's a story about a string of years where it took to get them to a certain place right I'll take my marriage for example I am soon to be 28 years married tomorrow if you think for one second that I ain't had to pay a whole price honey a whole price over the course of the 30 some odd years that I've been knowing him and vice versa and him too but all you see is you know the little pictures I throw up on the Instagram sometimes it can be perceived to be an insta live because you're only seeing a snapshot of that So here's what I want to say, because, you know, I try to leave y'all with a positive spin on it. Although this week, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm struggling to just give you just the the positive and the and the and the back rub um, that I typically would give you to go into your week. So this one is just going to be a straight chase 
No, straight <laughs> shooter, no chase. And that is, you got to work, boo-boo, baby, love, child of God, man, woman, boy, girl. You have to work, okay? Things don't just happen. They happen because, yes, you have faith. Yes, you do your best. Yes, you pray or you meditate or you yoga or you whatever. But if you don't work, I can assure you, you are not going to see what you're trying to see on the other side. So put aside this notion of the whole insta lie that social media has definitely contributed to in our society today. And that's at a global level, unfortunately. Everybody don't get a car, honey. Everybody can't get it. Everybody don't win. Everybody should not get a star, okay? Everybody should not. No, 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 no. You have to work. You have to work. I'm not saying that, you know, like, (laughs) this just rose up in me. I remember uh, when I was in like, first through third grade and I was always making it on the road and stuff well up till I got to high school and start fooling with Marlon then you know my grades started dropping off but that's a whole nother story so I was making it on the road and stuff and used to look forward to my name caught getting called out because see when I was going to school what the schools would do is the kids who made the principals list which are all A's um and the kids who made the honor roll um or they made like uh perfect attendance and stuff like that they would get their names called out um at the end of the reporting season so I really used to look forward to that but they also used to give like like honorable mentions as well but that's about where the bar stopped and some kind of way we went into everybody gets to be a starter on the team you know and team means that everybody has the same role or similar come on what are we doing what are we doing and what i'm saying is by doing so we are creating our own mess that guess who's gonna have to fix guess guess who i'm gonna say the same people who created it i can assure you of that because ain't no government gonna fix it ain't honey the work is on us the work is on us and i realize i am elevated on this topic today but it is something that when i tell you like even with our own young adult children where i'm having to reinforce yeah you go to work and mm -hmm, that's what it is Mm -hmm. you don't want to go to college it's no problem everybody college is not for everybody but you do have to get out here and work and full-time work is 40 hours a week in this country in most cities and states um and sometimes you have to do overtime we are robbing these generations of the real truth and i am very concerned for where we are headed so to all of the adults that i'm listening to who are grown for real i'm gonna need you to help me understand where we headed Am I just off my rocker? And I'm really now, now it's not rhetorical. I'm really asking you this question. Am I off my rocker or are we creating a lot of these messes? And they are having some very stark unintended consequences that yet again, we are having to pay for. Okay. 
that is all I have to give this week. I'm about to go sit on this patio, honey, get my mind ready for my work week. I am praying that all of you have an amazing week. I'm very much looking forward to seeing one of my friends in person and meeting her new friend this week. You know who you are, so I won't shout out your name and put your business out there, but I'm very excited to see you in a few days. And in the meantime, and this is why I say every week, the future you is waiting on you. I'm waiting on me to show up. You waiting on yourself to show up. So let's go ahead and keep doing it. I hope that everyone has a great week. I wish you nothing but the best. I know this message this week was a little bit stronger than how I typically come, but I hope and still pray that it was a blessing for you. Have a great week, everyone. Until next time, beautiful.